Bird on It's a Woman's World, coming right up with Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, the Stella Donut Goddess Gals on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Trust in your heart, believe in your voice, you make the change when Looking for answers to those uncommon questions? Looking for a way to heal? Looking for spiritual guidance? Come visit www.angelstoguideyou.com. We are all blessed with spiritual helpers, spiritual gifts, and spiritual healing. Get in touch with your spirit. Get answers. Get healing. www.angelstoguideyou.com. Remember, you're not alone. Angelstoguideyou.com. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. World Talk Radio, the number one source for informative talk on the World Wide Web. World Talk Radio. Well, hello, party partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts to help you exceed and excel in life. This is our Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew segment, and my name is Heather Brittany. (laughs) My name name is Heather Brittany, and that's Cindy Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I want to be like my daughter so much that I'm taking on her name. So I'm Cynthia Bryan, and she's Heather Brittany, and we are thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches right here on the airwaves every week. So get ready to pump your energy. Love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams through books and positive media. And you can tell that we always have a lot of fun here. We are a show about following your heart and doing what you love, building enthusiasm. We call it Champagne for the Spirit. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Chocolate Heaven on Pier 39, a San Francisco tradition since 1980, featuring the best chocolates from around the world. Visit www.chocolateheaven.com. And the Miracle Moment is, whatever we are waiting for, peace of mind, contentment, grace, the inner awareness of simple abundance, it will surely come to us, but only when we're ready to receive it with an open and grateful heart. And that is from the author of Simple Abundance, Sarah Van Brethnach. And I like this one from Alan Cohen as well. If you must let go of something, let it be your belief in your unworthiness. And we as women really have to let that one go. Well, we have a fabulous show for you today. In our first segment, Heather Brittany and I are focusing on the strengths of women with It's a Woman's World. Our guest, best-selling author Patricia McCormick, takes us on a heartbreaking journey to India where she documented the terrible, terrible suffering and abuse of young girls sold into sex slavery in segment two. And then we'll get our hearts back in our third segment when the chocolate therapist, Julie Peck, joins us to discuss the benefits of chocolate and gives us reasons why we all need to indulge more. Well, our purpose in providing you this radio show is to show you that you already possess everything you need to be the producer, the writer, the director, and the star of your own life. We have three rules, and Heather gives them out. We want you to smile, have fun, and be willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. And, of course, we'd like to get you reading some good books, maybe some books you never 
have heard of. As an author, I have four bestsellers, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, The Business of Show Business, and Miracle Moments. And, of course, I'm working on more. The proceeds benefit the charity, Be the Star You Are, that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy and positive media like this radio show. So go to the website, www.bethestarur.org, and become a reader. Our motto is to be a leader. You must be a reader. So please sit back and enjoy this show. Willie Nelson issued a public statement regarding being caught with a big bag of marijuana earlier this week. And he said, quote, it's a good thing I had a bag of marijuana instead of a bag of spinach. Otherwise, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> and I thought that was, a, that was pretty cute, you know, pretty good cute uh, twist on things. Well, talking about women, women have been ruling the world for centuries, yet they are not acknowledged for doing so. From managing the household, having babies, raising children, to working in low-paying jobs, women truly have been the power behind the throne, yet they take so little credit for it or are given credit for it. It's time we all stand up and be counted and toot our own horns because it is, after all, a woman's world. And our goddess gal, Heather Brittany, is going to give us a little bit of information about why it's so important that we as women empower ourselves to be the stars that we already are and get out there and make a difference in the world but also shine as we were meant to shine. Well, not only is it wonderful to be a woman, but it's also wonderful to be a woman in America, which if even though, you know, we've gone through so many um, oppressive states and, you know, we've, we've earned the right to vote um, as well as uh, to work wages, uh, still as we're getting into our next segment, in any other country, the rights we have, the rights to have this talk show right now with this topic is it's huge. It's so amazing. But what's so amazing is even though we've come so far, we get, we still have so much further to go. Women outnumber men almost three to one in this country yet. In the workplace, we only get 76 cents on the dollar, even and more higher, even when women are doing more things as well. And why is it that the most, oftentimes when people say, who is the most influential person in your life or son, people often say their mother. Which, when people say, if you go around the classroom, if someone asks, how many of your mothers worked? And the kids that didn't raise their hand, they said, what does your mother do? And they said, oh, she's a stay-at-home mom. How is that not considered a job? There is a thing that estimated that anywhere that if housewives or mothers were to get paid for what they're actually, you know, being a mother is a 24-hour job. You don't get lunch breaks. You don't get paid vacations or sick days. And they're saying that a, a, a mother can make anywhere from 60000 to $600,000 a year if they were to properly be compensated for all their work. And that, you know, includes overtime, you know, not taking the vacation, not taking those sick days. All that stuff adds up over a long time. How about not even getting any sleep? You're up with a sick exactly. child at nighttime, exactly. and, you know, but you still have your other children in the morning that you're going to have to get off to school or you have a job that you have to go to. Exactly. And so many things just within this country that women face so much adversity as well. And especially, and it gets even deeper when it gets to women and minorities. And that's why uh, such a big advocate of that 
you know, why, if there's so much working against us, we should be working together. And yet it seems that in the world of girls, there is extreme cattyism and, and just this constant competition instead of being allies. And that's why I'm such a big proponent that girls find ways of getting together. Um, I think a really great place to start when your child is young, if you have a young daughter, would be something like the Girl Scouts. Now, that's too, you know, has over time it's kind of gotten drawn out with political things and, you know, kind of lost the true value of it. But just somehow find ways to get, if you have a daughter, get your daughter involved um, in other girl activities and stuff that has a, that gives a positive message and empowering thing to girls that they have the ability to be anything. And they have the ability to be um, a mother, which is a great thing, but they could be an astronaut, a teacher, uh, you know, a president. They could be anything. They want to be a CEO, an engineer. Well, you know, Heather, I just uh, uh, piggybacking on what you're just saying, if you're talking about organizations, you know, an organization that I was in as well as you were in that I think is just absolutely first class is the 4-H Club because it's an organization of boys and girls, and there truly is no discrimination between the boys and the girls. They do everything the same. They can enter the same uh, awards contest. They, they win the same awards, and I know that uh, 4-H gave me a lot of confidence to be the star that I am today. <laughs> I never thought, I, I never grew up believing that a woman couldn't do anything she, uh, that she put her mind to because I was always with boys and girls and believed in myself and had fortunately good leaders and parents who would say that. Uh, but unfortunately in our society today, Women so often are not acknowledged for all the great things they do because women so often are in the volunteer sector. They're working in nonprofits, and so mm-hmm. since they're not bringing home the bacon or the majority of the bacon sometimes, they're not giving as much credit as they probably prob- uh, probably can. Most definitely. And another organization that I'm really proud of, that it goes through all ages, but it's really powerful in the sense of, of a woman and that the adult female is now, which is the National Organization for Women. And it isn't a lot of times people figure, oh, it's just a feminist group, but really all women should be feminists in a sense. Feminist doesn't mean they're these radical thinker, you know, pro, you know, the people, you get such a bad image about it. And really it's just working towards women's rights, women's equalities, working together, uh, making sure that it isn't just, you know, that it isn't a uh, matriarch society or a patriarch society, that it's a society that works together. So, you know, they work on things, you know, such as, uh, you know, uh, birth control rights, equal uh, equal wages, uh, just uh, against discrimination, things that really unite females just because there's so much adversity facing towards us. So that's really why women need to work together. And something that's so amazing um, going towards the next segment, in one of my classes we actually watched a video on uh, the sex uh, trade industry in India and how, you know, children as young as, like, I'm, I'm sure our author will be able to fix anything that I quote wrong, but as young as, like, nine or something are being sold off and forced to have sex with up to 26 guys a day. They don't get to keep any of the money, um, and there's an incredibly um, an epidemic of HIV running through, and, and small, you know, children, again, because there's so many myths about, oh, you know, if you sleep with a virgin or if a child that, you know, you won't get the disease, but instead they're giving it to these small children. And these children have no rights. These young girls, in so many countries, um, in China, you're only allowed to have one child and they, they value a male much more than a female. So oftentimes if someone finds out they're pregnant with a female, they either abort it or if the child is born, they will kill it or abandon it. 
So that's just why in this country, you know, we're so lucky to be a female in this country, but yet we ha- we need to take, you know, we need to prosper this even more and make it even more powerful. And ancient, in the ancient times, they were um, matriarchal societies. And then the hunter-gatherer times, anthropologists have actually found that when there was a hunter and gatherers, the women were the gatherers, you know, the sound, the plants, but they were also the first kind of explorers and adventurers because they would have to go, they would move entire tribes to where there was more flourishing. So it was really the women that were truly the providers because they found traces that certain digestive systems aren't really even uh, made to digest meat products. And so the, they're truly surviving on the staple um, and the nutrients of vegetables. So women have started, you know, have been there ever since that somewhere along the line um, a fear of the strength of women got installed in people's minds and that kind of got rid of so, we forever have been trying to regain that strength. And not that we want to work. We love men. We want to work side by side with them. But that's the thing. We want to be their equals and not their undertaking. You know, not the person stepping two steps ahead of them or two steps behind, but right next to them. Well, and, you know, uh, this is the whole idea of, like, we call ourselves the goddess gals. And in, in times before, the goddess was the person who was revered. And then it got, you know, kind of changed a bit. So... What you said is so important. You know, women are kind of CEOs of their own lives, meaning they're the chief everything officer. They're expected to do so many things. And, but in order to reclaim our equality is women have to raise their boys and their girls to feel equal to one another. And no one, no one of the sex, not the men nor the women, can buy into the fact that one or other is better than the other. We are all one. We are all equal. And it makes me sad in so many cultures how women are required to cover themselves up, cover their heads or their entire bodies or they can't be seen. And so much of that actually stems from religions, which, which, you know, spirituality is a good thing, but so much evil has been done in the name of God uh-huh. Rather frightening, and a lot of that evil has come down upon women of making women not as equal as the men. You know, women couldn't be priests or or the rabbis. We've all seen how how good that's turned out. <laughs> yes, right, right. We see that it isn't we isn't working. So, what can young girls do as and what can women who are raising children right now? What do you think are the most important steps that we have to do? Such a huge advocate, which I got from you, is that education is the key to everything, whether you learn it in a school environment, a work environment, friends, family, just educate yourself. So I think for me, as a woman on a college level, I've engrossed myself in a lot of women's studies classes. And I advise men to do that, too. There's, um, I mean, primarily in my classes, there's definitely a majority of women, because women are interested to find out our history, our her story, but uh, there are men in there as well that, you know, a lot of them get a, a really interesting perspective to find out, you know, what women have gone through and why they, you know, why people that have gone through such an oppression have this desire, you know, to achieve so much more. So, then cause level, women should really find out women's studies class, get involved with that. Um, also, just women in general, find out a, a national, um, now, a national organization of women. Get into a women's organization. Read up, um, and you need to find out about any events going that are pro-women active. Um, start something, you know, maybe within your church or with your friends. Uh, do a charitable thing. You know, just find somehow 
Um, remember, you know, if you have daughters, tell them, you know, always constantly install the belief that they can be so much more. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that oftentimes we just settle. And you should never settle, you know, just as, you know, never settle down just to settle. Just constantly striving for the best. Well, and um, also I think to also recognize the fact that if you are a stay-at-home mom or um, and you are a mom, that that is the most important job in the entire world. So give yourself credit, give your per- yourself permission to celebrate your femininity and your womanhood and know that you truly are the president of your company because you are raising a future leader. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say also just in women, and for me, the things I've, I've experienced a lot of painful events that girls tend to be, you know, just jealous of each other and catty and do really cruel things. I do mean cruel, but really should take back that, you know, in life we, you know, everyone will be beautiful, ugly, fat, skinny, thin, whatever. And if we waste all our time focusing on the things we're not, we often miss what we are. And so instead of, you know, working against someone because they have something you don't, work with them. Find the things that make them really great, but find the things that make you really great as well. Um, you know, That's friends, such a great point, Heather, that as women, as girls, we need to network more with yes. one another, and we need to nurture one another. Exactly. We need to support and be there, be each other's supporters. Men have always uh, supported one another. You don't find the nitpicking and the backstabbing and the, the, uh, the cattiness that women tend to have. And where that comes from, I don't know, but it's passed down to <laughs> So somehow we have to own our power and empower other women and girls that we know by getting involved. Well, with that, give out the website. I think that's a, a wonderful way to uh, put a fine spin on Definitely. It. We want you uh, to find, read any of the empowering books written by Cynthia Bryan. Check out the website. Check out the charity. Check out the Carmen Collectives. Maybe you want to sponsor the Go to www.stelladone.com. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-D-O-N-N-E.com. That's great. Well, stay with us. It's never too late to let go of your dreams, no matter how futile things seem. With faith, there's always no impossible dream. Be the woman you were born to be. You are a star, and you will get what you expect to get. So the real question is, what is it that you want? You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Bentley. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are back in a moment. This business of show business is calling out to me. This business of show business. 